realizing what these these lyrics mean for the first time. Forty years later. Mm. Um, so big news in the world of Justin and Brittany. <laughs> hey, news. they broke up. I don't know if you heard what? that. No, but really, um, you saw the stories yesterday about some things. You know, she puts things on her Instagram. Go ahead. Wow, I just hope I don't get a migraine. I hear you, Brittany. <sighs> Dawn, mm-hmm. she has responded to Justin Timberlake's obvious diss, which wasn't a diss because he's been doing that at his shows for a long time. However, he should know better. Mm. Don't you think? That was, yeah. anyway, we've heard, so Justin Timberlake at one of his shows was recorded and a uh, video went viral of him saying, I'm going to apologize to absolutely bleeping nobody. Mm-hmm. And then he sings. Which is, uh, is that what he sings? <laughs> Do that again, please. <laughs> no. Come on now. Once once is good enough. No, he did Cry Me a River, which is supposedly the song he wrote after uh, Britney cheated on him, or at least that was like the storyline, right? Yeah. So this is all happening in a concert video that was posted online, which everybody was like, that seems kind of douchey, Justin. Seems like kind of a jerk move in this moment mm-hmm. anyway, um, because we're all a little sensitive to the way you've treated Britney. Yeah. And, you know, whether that's justified or not, it just seems like at the very, end, at the very least, it just seems a little poorly timed, right? Yeah. Well. She did her best initially to like, what are you laughing at? Just, I just laughing at her. I just think she comes out at first. Well, that's yeah. She comes out at first and basically is like, you know, I'm sorry, but she doesn't apologize directly to Justin, but it seems like she's apologizing to Justin. And we're all like, okay, Brittany, you don't have to do that. Well now, uh, uh, no, no, she's not doing that. In fact, she said, I think in response to some of the, uh, reporting on the story about Justin's video. Someone told me, Dawn, this is, this is Brittany. Yeah. She's not actually talking to you. Someone told me someone was talking bleep about me on the streets. <laughs> the streets? Yeah. This came along a Im- uh, stock image of a basketball hoop, which was very random. She then That's went on random. to say, do you, huh? That's not random. Why? Because it's in reference to when they used to play basketball. Yes, you are right. You are right. Okay, not random. Um, She went on to say, do you want to bring it to the court? Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. Do you want to bring it to the court? Or Because when I read that, I literally was like, court? Why is she going to sue him? No. The basketball court. Do you want to bring it to the court? Or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? (laughs) I'm not sorry. And there's the credit to the photographer there. Um, So in her book, she talked about how, you know, her dad used to, she used to play basketball and her dad was super into sports and pushed her brother for sports and pushed her for um, basketball. And so she's really good at basketball. And when she would play with Justin, when he would lose to her, which was a lot, he would cry about. So I love this post. Yeah, so she's basically, but it is, it does go against what she just said, where she said, I'd like to take this opportunity, not how many days later was this? Wednesday? I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to bleep it, or no, that's Justin, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
I was uh, thinking it was her apology. Uh, she took her apology post down, by the way. So why do you think the about face? Because he did that. Just because of that? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, that's really rude. Yeah. And this is so my it response. It does seem like he's playing a game. Like he's trying to like poke the beast. I think right? that he is just... Because if he cared... Mm, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he ever did. If I he think, cared about... Well, even if he cared about his image, much less Britney, you would think he would not do this. But I also just think... He doesn't care. He's not thinking about her. And if he is, he doesn't care. No. He's in a world where everybody says, you're right, yes, do that all the time. And nobody's tell- checking him and saying, yeah, let me tell you something about your attitude. No one's doing that. Because when you're highly successful, you're kind of surrounded by people who just want to be around you and work with yes, you. Yes, people. Yeah. And so no one's telling him these attitudes aren't serving you well and you kind of look like an ass. Yeah. So that's what he's doing. He's convinced that she's kind of, well, for lack of a better term, he probably thinks she's kind of crazy and he's like, Oh, I'm tired of her. Or you know? he's just thinking like, I'm not, I'm like, I could see a scenario where he's like, look, I'm just focused on my career. I'm not focused on going back 40 years, which yeah. that is actually a very healthy approach. Like I will say that uh, some of the, what's in the book seems to me, uh, but it makes sense for Britney, which is why I think it's totally fine. But like from a person who has not been through what Britney has been through, that would not be a good approach to yeah. relitigate things that happened 30 years ago, you know, th- without uh, a more nuanced perspective. Right. right. Because and- like when you and I look back on our lives, yeah, we would probably not think the same way about people that we felt negatively about in the moment. Or if we did, maybe we're still working on it in therapy. I think Brittany's in a different place, so it's fine. But I think Justin is probably thinking, I'm not going back there. That's well, all you gotta done. you got to remember, he is, he's mad because people don't like him and people are listening well, to her song more than his new song. And he knows that, so he's mad about it. That's yeah. why he did this. You think? Totally, because she saw that her song Selfish is charting, so she feels like she needs to put out there and apologize to him because he's pissed about it. And so that was her response to her fans doing that. That's why this all happened. And so she's not really drudging up the past. She wrote her book, and she's moved on. And Yeah, I don't think she's totally moved on. Well, But, you know, she tried to do the right thing, you know. And so she was trying to call off her fans, really, and say, I really like his new music. And so well, yeah, but then know, she he took didn't all that. have to do that. Oh, I totally agree. Again, I'm not trying to excuse anyone's behavior. I just think the way they deal with the world is different. She's in a different place a mentally, psychologically than he is. Not a better place, a different place. Yeah. Especially when it comes to her past. I don't think she's totally grappled with her no. past. And I think he is probably thinking... Oh, I'm done with all that. So bleep everybody who's got opinions to the contrary, which again comes off as douchey. Yeah, yeah. But there's also a bunch of people in his audience that are like cheering him on. Yeah, they're always. It doesn't matter how douchey you are. There's always going to be an audience. I've right? said that for years. 
And that's why we have a show. Hey! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Really? She put up another post of just a single rose drawing. And it says, be careful how you deal with your cards when you have the queen of hearts. Huh? See? No, I don't. <laughs> Do you know what it means? No, it's just, you know. Are you going to tell me about Taylor Swift when we come back? I am. Are we contractually obligated to talk about Taylor Swift? No, at least but once this a is a really interesting. You uh, only thing. brought this for Mike. No, I was really interested in this story. Really, it's about something called TaylorCon. Oh, that's why. Yeah, because you like conventions, and I like the. I, I'll tell you next. Okay, we'll do that on the other side of this, right here on my talk one zero seven one. Speaking of David at First Equity, my talkers, it's Don McClain here for David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. When I moved to Minnesota, I went into his office knowing absolutely nothing about buying a home. And by the time I left, I was confident it was possible and I could start looking the next day. And he, like he says, he got my ducks in a row. So first-time home buyers don't go anywhere else. Talk to David. And those thinking about refinancing, my partner did that two years ago with David, and he was amazed that David beat his bank's rate. David was in communication with him the whole time. I have some customers, Paul and Kinley here, who said about Peter, one of David's loan officers, we will be back when it's time to upgrade. He went above and beyond 11 out of 10 rating. That is awesome. So do what dozens of my talkers have done. Call David and his team at First Equity, 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword David. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hope you're having a great afternoon. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. All right. Well, there's something going on in Dallas. I believe it's it's this weekend, and it's called TaylorCon. Oh. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is because Taylor has noticed. Um, did she send them a cease and desist and tell them they can't put on the TaylorCon? No, she did not. Why not? That's actually surprising. Um, because she knows that it's a sold out thing and all they're all her fans. So is she going to disappoint a bunch of Taylor fans? Yeah. No, she's not. But what she did do is put in some paperwork to trademark the word TaylorCon. Okay. So they will not be having another TaylorCon. So they might be able to get away with one, but next <laughs> yeah. time... Joke's on you. Exactly. So not only that, but um, it actually also, on the application, it appears that she wants to brand a wide variety of items with TaylorCon, which means 
she can put these on clothes, on anything, cups, journals, accessories, digital items, sound recordings, computer media, everything. Clones? Yeah. So, really? I, no. Because, um, you know, Kanye but, did that. Remember, he trademarked something that Bianca, that caption of that Bianca Sensori photo. And oh. one of the reasons that he listed for the trade or one of the trademark protections he filed for was biological cloning. Oh, my God. OK, well, I don't know if she's gone that far. Maybe in the paperwork, uh, TMZ can tell us that at some point. <laughs> um, but it kind of mirrors. Uh, she also did this with her um, application for Midnight's. With her, her company in 2022. So I just thought that was interesting seeing that TaylorCon is happening this weekend. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Is this something you, is this where you're actually going, Mike? Did you lie to us about going to Vegas? <laughs> I would never lie to you guys. Yes, no, you I am I'm not going to TaylorCon, nor did I know TaylorCon existed. Well, because well, I was going to say, you're yeah. going to have to be a correspondent. Yeah, I would. As the resident Taylor fan on the show. Um, okay, so I did a little digging and found out what is happening at TaylorCon. Okay. And it's actually a part of a different um, con. It's called AllCon. It's owned by AllCon LLC. And they are having a thing. Basically, what they have is it's a part of AllCon. And these TaylorCon people... AllCon, is that like a convention for everything? Yes. So they have a bunch of different offshoots of, you know, it's at the Hilton Lincoln Center in, in Dallas. Huge hotel. And, you know, they have all kinds of costumes, gaming performers. Um, you know, it's just a convention for all all things. Um, and then they have this whole tailor section so you go in and they have this huge ballroom where everybody can exchange friendship bracelets and then there's like an interactive room that's going to be playing her videos um also it's going to be there's going to be cutouts where you can take cool instagram pictures there's going to be other experiences that are tailor related where you can get then there's going to be panels talking about, you know, like certain songs and how they relate to, you know, just discussions oh, about I'm her sure albums. Fans are going to love this. Yeah, it's going to be I I mean, from what it sounds like, all the things listed, it sounds like, you know, outside of actually having Taylor Swift there, the, that's the, impossible. The all con part of it, though, scares me. It seems like I don't know what I'm getting into. Well, there's too that's many separate. things like you're just going to be like, this is a ticketed event. Like you have to have a, a Taylor con badge to get into yeah, but you got to wade through all con to get to Taylor. Con. <laughs> and like, I don't know what I'm going to walk into, but we're going to see this all over social media. The Taylor con you think thing. Yeah. I mean, because they're wanting to, you know, say they were there and, and, um, get into this celebration. Okay. Well, would you be interested in going to TaylorCon? Oh, I am so sorry. It's not this weekend. It's March 15th, so it's already sold out. Would I be interested? No. Yeah. No. No. I would not. Would but, you go to AllCon? Yeah. I would go to AllCon. What is... Is it like... <laughs> is it all science fiction-y stuff? Or it's just well, let like... Me, let me dig into AllCon okay. a little bit more since you're interested. Mike, would you go to TaylorCon because you are the resident Taylor Swifty? Um, I don't think so. Why? I'm not because there's just a lot of people. There's a lot of fandom there, and fandom, despite being a fan of Taylor and fans of other things, fandom scares me. 
Yeah. You're oh, not I a totally fan of relate. being in large crowds with other fans. There's that. And also people who are that passionate about it and go that all in on it, it it, it gets overwhelming and scary. Yeah, no, I, t- I totally get that. I, I agree with that. I feel that sentiment because there are so many fan. So, for example, I love Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Doctor Who fun things around town. Mm-hmm. But like then I think about being in a large group of people and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to be waiting in line mm-hmm. for you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just the it seems like a lot. But yeah. I know I would have fun if I were there because I would be able to get super nerdy with other people who get nerdy about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what would your fandom Well, I've or your been con I've be? dressed up at cons. Of course you have. I mean, I am Were you in I'm blue body paint at some point? No. I'm a brown coat. What what is that? It's a uh, the show Firefly. I'm a brown coat. I'm a fan of Firefly. Okay. It's a Joss Whedon show. Yeah, no, I know Firefly, but I don't know what a brown coat is. Um, We're basically like, uh, we are like the the soldiers of the people that are on the spaceship. We're fighting for that. Where did you do that? Uh, I went to Comic-Con in Chicago with my daughter and we both dressed up as brown coats. All right. Yep. And then we met uh, that particular one. There were several stars from the show. Yes, with Nathan Fillion. Oh, fun. Yay! And then we had some other ones, too. Um, But, yeah, they had, like, three of the stars there, and they had a panel and stuff. And right before that, since we had VIP, we got to go into the Burt Reynolds panel. No. It was so great. You're not selling it. The Burt Reynolds (laughs) panel? Yeah, we we got to go in early. Other than the Golden Girls who want to be at the Burt Reynolds panel. The Burt Reynolds panel was packed what did he talk about Smokey and the bandit everything he was so funny i mean and then he was talking about his i just love that you went like dressed in Lyon science Anderson. fiction garb to listen to burt reynolds <laughs> yeah. none of this makes sense <laughs> it was so good i don't know i, I had a great time no, that's i spent all that matters. a lot of money on oh, that i'm trip, sure but um, um all right. Well, you could regale us with tales of conventions gone by. However, we need to regale listeners with tales of movies in theaters this weekend and also things streaming. With our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes, who has walked in the studio, you probably heard his guffaw in the background. He'll be with us on the other side of this right here on My Talk 1071. Well, it's Dawn again here, but now I'm going to talk to you about Livia Weight Control Centers. I did the Livia program, and I've actually had such a great time talking to people who contact me about Livia because I'm excited to tell them how dedicated their nutrition experts are, how they guide you through every step of the way of your program, and it's so easy to talk to them. They support you, they motivate you, and they want you to succeed. So you go in, and it's very easy. You tell them about what your goals are and then they put a plan together for you they actually have breakthrough weight loss medication programs that they are offering right now so you can ask them about that and they have so many convenient locations in the twin cities as well so join livia today and get your first three months free if you mention me call 855 go livia or livia.com once again your first three months are free with livia if you join today and mention me (laughs) 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Can't hear you, honey. Guns out, guns out. Paul My guns ain't out. Grimes is Woo. in the studio. But His Paul guns is are topless. out. <laughs> Once in a blue mood. <laughs> Speaking of blue moons, <laughs> Paul's trip to the movies right now. Paul's trip to the adult movies. Do you do like an OnlyFans, Paul? I, oh, please, no <laughs> one review for that. Where you People review would adult be giving films. me put like I'd have to pay that for my own content. <laughs> I think this no is one a would pay for that. idea. If you, if you oh, review God. OnlyFans, no. What if you just if you I reviewed OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then just blur everything out. <laughs> yeah. No one would pay for that. No, just you, on girl, Fridays. Girl, don't underestimate the Come power on. of OnlyFans. Uh, All right, yes. sorry. I, I it is a legitimate business for yeah. a lot of people. Just put the popcorn bowl right on yeah, your It's lap. very just Austin sit, Powers yeah, like. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Rendered Paul speechless. Oh, my God. Our job is done here. Done. Let's, Where do you want to start? Um, do you want to start with the worst movie in the world? Yeah, I don't understand these criticisms because I've seen way worse. Did you hear what Mike said? I did, and okay, I actually okay, feel good. like he's selling his rating short from okay. how he described it. Mike, okay. we'll talk about it. Sounds good. So, we're talking about Argyle, the big new movie in theaters this weekend. There's not a lot of new stuff in theaters right now, so this could be your ticket. The premise is, there's Bryce Dallas Howard as this author of a spy series called Argyle. Henry Cavill, John Cena, Ariana DeBose play the characters within her novel. So she sets out to go visit her mom, and she's confronted by Sam Rockwell's character on a train who tells her, you're in danger as there's a spy organization that needs you to find these files. And she finds herself in the middle of her own kind of spy adventure in the real espionage world. And the only person that she can trust is her cat, Elfie. Because everyone is like two-faced playing games. Mm. All-star Samuel L. Jackson. There's Catherine a lot of Hara people. As her mom. Yeah, Brian Cranston, Dua Lipa. Huge cast. Directed by Matthew Vaughn, who did the Kingsman movies. He does have kind of a clever take and just trying something new with the spy genre. The genre this is all the time. And I do think like the premise of the movie is great. I was having a lot of fun with it because I think it's acknowledging all the silliness and the tropes and the over-the-topness that comes with the genre. And Matthew Vaughn plays into that for quite some time. There okay. are a lot of twists up front. I was entertaining. But Mike, like you were pointing out, you get to the climax and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going because there's twist after twist after twist. And you're like, this does not need to be 220. Yeah. And it becomes so farcical so bonkers that you either like it either stops you and you're like okay I'm done or you just go for the ride. So you okay. really both agree. It's just perhaps on a, a degree, a, a agreeing of degree. 
Does that make sense? A degree of agreement, meaning you both had a very similar criticism of the film. He maybe was just a little harsher. Yeah, because I do think it's I do think that the tone is in place. All of the actors know what they're doing. It's over the top. Brian Cranston plays like the evil leader type. Catherine O'Hara does her thing, adds her quirks into the spy genre. It's great to see Bryce Dallas Howard acting again Mm because she doesn't act a lot Mm. and she has a multifaceted character so like that all kind of works for me it just like don't give me 80 different reveals at the end because then you're kind of ruining what you kind of set up so do you feel like it's the 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 direction is the problem or the screenplay i would say that the direction because matthew vaughn is known to do this the second kingsman movie was terrible for just this very thing okay so i think he lets his ego get in the way and you Mm. could scrap a lot of that or just tone it down a bit he's not able to see the whole map correct so yeah yeah. mike do you have a question for paul or is there anything you wanted to well my biggest thing and i agree with you from an act i mean the characters were so good i just wish they would have with the exception of sam rockwell's character which i think he kind of really carried it for me i loved him yes thought he was so good in that movie bryce dallas howard was very good as well I don't know. It it sold it to us that Dua Lipa and uh, John Cena and uh, Henry Cavill were a big part of this movie, oh, and yeah. they were like glorified cameos. So that's kind of I like thought Henry Cavill was a. You do see him throughout character. the movie because okay. he kind of appears in Bryce Howard, Howard's imagination. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's kind of like the voice of how she can get out of the spy situation. Oh, okay. kind of like the spy guide, if you will. It's oh, kind okay. of how I called it. So you do see him. Yes, John Cena. Dua Lipa, not in it a whole lot. But I think that was part of the marketing is to really throw the audience mm. off of like what this movie is, okay. what they're all doing in it. When you see interviews with the cast, they're all paired up really interestingly, not mm. to give anything too much away, but yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So that's Argyle in theaters. I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Wow. Okay. I was mainly entertained and thought it worked until the ending. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. This is why we have you on the show <laughs> because we appreciate your thoughts. Um, Here's a film that I'm very interested in hearing your thoughts on, and that is Ava DuVernay's latest, Origin. This is a movie that I want everyone to go see. It's called Origin, and it stars um, Anjanou Alice Taylor. You may remember her from King Richard. And she plays Isabel Wilkerson. It's based on her story about how she came to write her book, Cast. And in the wake of Trayvon Martin's murder, she was approached saying, oh, you you should write about this. We want you to write about his murder. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I don't, like, she'd already won the Pulitzer at this point for the warmth of other signs. And she's like, I don't know if that's what I want my story to be. I don't know if that's, I don't, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. And as she saw a bunch of death in her life, she started to kind of figure out how is she going to work through her grief. And she started making these connections between the Jim Crow laws and Nazi Germany. And that's where cast kind of comes into play and how she goes and all of this research. So the movie is really about Isabel and how she came to write cast, okay. not necessarily all of her concepts, but as the movie's progressing, you see, you, you go into like Nazi, Nazi concentration camps and like their boardrooms and you go into the caste system in India to learn about it. So like Ava is showing us what these concepts are to get us to better understand that and to figure out what Isabel is working toward because it's not just racism she says what is the bigger picture that links all of this together it's fascinating wow and so well acted orange new alice taylor should have been part of the best actress category the talks i mean i just think that there there wasn't the budget to market this in the way that they should have and maybe it just came out too late where all these other performances were just the talk and no yeah. one got to see origin well, well and she had to finance this independently she didn't yes. have a big studio behind her oh. i've listened to a couple of interviews 
of Ava DuVernay. And she made a very conscious choice because she knew, it sounds like, that in order to get a major film studio behind this film, it was going to take years. And she felt it was important to get the film out before the election. Absolutely. And so she was like, okay, well, this is how we're going to do this. I'm also just fascinated by her and her like life story. She's mm-hmm. got a very fascinating story. But what... Uh, And why I want to see this film is because I've read a good chunk of the book and I'm like, how do you turn this book, which is so heady and deep and Mm -hmm. painful and hard to read into uh, a gripping, emotional, loving story? And she does it through, it sounds like, the life of Isabel Wilkerson. Wilkerson. And that's such a unique thing. Like if if I said to you, I want to do a big uh, film about a female writer who wrote, you know, a very just like heady theory about all of our society. <laughs> right. You would just be like, how are you even going to paint mm. that picture? And it sounds like she has done very unique things to tell that story. She does. And she also knows that images are what we remember. So there are some really painful images in the movie, mm. some images that shock you, but also moments of levity. You see the love story between Isabel and her husband. You see this connection between her self and her cousin Mary, who's played by Nisi Nash Betts. And Nisi Nash Betts is really funny in it because like Nisi's great at that. So you have these moments of levity. You have this story of grief and how do we process grief and death and how do we maybe turn to our work to get us through that and kind of reshape our thing and to learn at any point in our life we can grow, mm-hmm. we can learn, we can be better people. And I think Isabel's story is is one of that, of growth at any stage in, of our life or age. I hate to be ageist about it, but it's, yeah. you know. Well, I think that's a great message. Yeah. And it is in theaters It now? is in theaters. Oh, great. It's, okay. I, I think it's a, you know, It's a sleeper, race, though, because, again, I think there just hasn't been the huge marketing push available. Right. Okay. Um, and you have to ask audiences to go through that journey. Yeah. You know, and we should all be telling people like I, I do want to go see it. And mm-hmm. then if if you like the film, you know, go tell other people. to see Yeah. It. Vera Farmiga is in it. Audra McDonald is in it. A really great cast. As you keep You're like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know yeah. that person. Four and a half out of five for Origin. four and a half Ooh. out of five. That's amazing. It's really great. Go see it. Awesome. OK. And Have then... either of you two started watching True Detective Night Country? No, no. But okay. Colleen Lindstrom is loving it, and she filled in for a couple days and was telling us about it. Yes. So the premise behind this season, again, kind of like Feud. I heard you were talking oh, about Feud. Did you like it? Have you watched? We watched the first. The yeah. director's cut of the first. I want to know what you think. That you can tell director's me. Director's cut. Okay. Yes. So Nike, it stars Jodie Foster. Every season is a different story, different cast. She plays a detective in a remote location in Alaska that doesn't see daylight because it's always dark. Night country, and she is tasked to investigate the death of the these group of scientists that are found frozen in this lake. And back at their base, their like scientific base, is a severed tongue belonging to an indigenous woman that had died in part of a cold case from years prior. So now they have two different murders, oh sets of murders that they need to, or that might be linked, and what what is the link between them? And that also involves another detective played by Kaylee Reese, who's basically brand new on the scene. And they've known each other in the community. They don't really get along. They have very different approaches to their work. And it's fa- it's dark. It's fascinating. And then we have a Minneapolis actress in it. Her name's Isabella um, Star LeBlanc. She plays Jodie Foster's daughter. So mm. she's done a lot of plays in the theater community here in town. Don't we also have like a local writer who wrote for this season? I it's feel like? possible. I feel like um, I saw a story about that. Issa, anyway. uh, Issa Lopez um, wrote and directed, directed every episode too. She was kind of the, the spearhead of the season. And while every season is not connected, you do hear a familiar name from the first season mm. used again this season. You're like, 
how are these gonna oh, connect? Oh, nice. So there's just this really dark mystery involved between telling a really strong indigenous story and what that means for that community amongst the, the, these other horrors that are also happening. Oh and I, was, I can't wait. Doesn't he just make God, you want to watch so it? Good. Yes. Six, ep- six episodes, three have aired Sundays on HBO, streaming on Max. All right. Well, I'm adding that to my list. Paul, thank you so Thanks much. For having are me. you going to be on Twin Cities Live today? Yes. All right. Yay. Fabulous. What are you going to be talking about? Same um, things. Argyle. Origin and Mean Girls. Fabulous. If you want to watch Paul not on OnlyFans, he has his own YouTube channel, <laughs> Paul's Trip to the Movies. Dot com. People are furiously Googling. <laughs> yeah. What? Paul? Uh, and uh, you can watch all his celebrity interviews there. And when we come back, we're playing that game. It's Friday. We're playing together as a family right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're just here for one more segment, and it's the most fun segment because we're going to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time to wrap up the show by playing a little, and wrap up the week by playing a little Game Show Roulette. Of course, to end the week, we always spin our teamwork wheel where it's all game shows that you two get to work together on let's see what we play today sell it Don. Yeah! it's an opportunity for a little redemption the two of you uh, could not quite win the uh, it was tragic it was that? tragic it was close last week but you guys couldn't quite get there so we're going to get an opportunity to do it again we're Woo! playing the feud yeah who wants to leave the room first and go to that soundproof room? Bye, Dawn. Okay, Dawn's going to stay. Oh, wait, outside. take all your stuff. Because that's Thanks. what. See, she likes to do this anyway, because mm-hmm. then she gets to move all her yep. stuff. Problem is, she's still How in there, though. How many bags so. do you have? One, two, three. No, you have three bags. You have two bags and a purse and your laptop. And her laptop, you guys, she has like a desktop laptop. She's like my dad going to Las Vegas. He's sending me messages. Are you bringing a carry-on or a check in a bag? Because I got this and this and this. I'm like, you don't need all that. We're there for three days. Yeah, why it's is not a big he doing, deal. Why is he doing That's a what checked he does. bag? That's what he does. Oh, my God. He's have 14 shirts, so if the first one doesn't look good, his next four could be an option. <laughs> He's uh, he's very much not like me in many ways. No, that's fine. Looking forward to it. But, know, okay, let's play. We are. It's, uh, it's not just the two of you. Though, and right? my uh, best buddy. Yeah. Yep. So we are going to uh, play a little family feud. Is she finally out of there? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to start reading the questions. You go ahead and uh, give me your best responses to these questions. All right. The two of you have to uh, reach a total of 200 <sighs> points to win. Let's get it started with this one. Name a way people pass the time when they're st- stuck in traffic. Uh, uh, singing music. Name a university famous for its great football team. Uh, Michigan. Name something Chicago is famous for. Uh, Dub Bears. Uh, what's the last thing you say to your children before they go to sleep? Night, night. What would, what would you do if you came home and found your front door open? Call the police. All right, let's run through these here and oh, see God. how you did. I don't know. We're starting with the first one. Uh, you said name. Uh, name. The question was name a way to pass the time when you're stuck in traffic. You said sing. Survey says. Second answer, number oh, two man. answer, 
Only worth 10 points, though. How rude. So 10 points wow, is what you got. the number one answer must have been, like, all the points. It's a lot of points for that okay. number one answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll move on to question number two. Name a university that is famous for its great football team. You said Michigan. Is that true? I'm very proud of you. Oh, good. They just won the national title. Yes! I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Unfor- it's osmosis. Unfortunately. Oh, no! It is up there, but only seven people. Jeez. Oh, Don, get... Don! Get out. No, no, we're still going through the answers. I didn't can't call be you. <laughs> she comes in she and runs in and She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, only seven. Let's just say if this game was created more recently, that would have been a higher number. Okay, and I'm well, very proud of tried. you what, for well. knowing the national champions from last year. That was really well done. Uh, let's go with this one. Name something Chicago is known for. Again, give Football. us a sports answer. Dub Bears. The number five answer. Oh, God, That's what worth, is my problem? Worth 10 points. It's all right. I think oh my might, God, we are not going to get there with this. We might come on strong here at the end. We'll see. Uh, what's the last thing you say to your children before they go to sleep? You said, night-night. Survey says, 29 points. Okay, it's I'll take it. I that love was... that the what do you say to your kids is where I get the most points. <laughs> uh, that's not quite where you got the most points because our final one, name something you would do if you came home to find your front door open. You said, call the police. That's the number one answer. Yeah! 64 points oh, for call the God. police. Despite your slow start, 120 points. Okay. All right. You're wow. In good shape. Okay. I think we are in good shape now. Should I go get yes, her? Yes. Now you All should right. go get her for sure. Playing a little uh, family feud here to wrap up things for this week. Playing together as a one big happy family. Game show roulette. Now here. you can come in. I was like, why is she running in? And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, go away. And I love how I think at first you thought he was messing with you because you still like sat down and started putting your headphones on. We're like, no, you have to leave. Well, it takes so long. Yeah. That's how this one takes. This okay. one takes some time. What are you guys just chatting in here? Pretty much. Girl, why are you? Come on now. Okay. Every right. week. Are you ready to go? Yeah. All right. If you hear this sound. That means uh, you gave me an answer that Bradley gave me, and you're going to have to give me a new answer. Uh, otherwise, we're going to run through this. He, by the way, got you 120 points. Wow. Yeah. So Good you, job. But there is a lot of room to grow because I, mm. yeah, you'll okay. learn. Well, you'll well, learn. Well, you'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Well, let's start it off with this one here. Name a way people pass the time when they're stuck in traffic. Their phone. Name a university famous for its great football team. Oh, um, Oregon. Name something Chicago is famous for. Cheesesteak. Oh, what's no, the, no, no. What's the last <laughs> thing you... Oh, great. oh, there goes that What's game. the last thing you... <laughs> <laughs> Good old Chicago cheesesteaks. Oh, no. The city of brotherly love, no, Chicago. No, the, the Italian That's... beef. Italian beef. <laughs> what's the thing... <laughs> What's the last thing you say to your children before they go to sleep? Good night. Uh, sorry, that's uh, one you said. Oh, um, sleep tight. What Don't would the big books What would you do if you came home to find your front door open? Call the police. Another answer. Go to the neighbor. Go to the neighbor. All right. Let's run through this. You got 120 points. You only need 80. I can't change it to Italian beef. No, you said. said. Yeah, you can change it to Italian beef. Okay, that's what I meant. Go ahead and change it to Italian beef. It's not going to matter, it sounds like. He's like, like, you can do whatever you want. All right, let's run through these answers here. Name a way people pass time while stuck in traffic. You said 
Their phone uh-huh. survey says that's the number four answer. Oh. Bradley gave us the number two answer of sing, which was worth ten. Oh. <clears throat> Listen to the radio. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's an obvious one. Interesting that's that neither of us. <laughs> 68 <laughs> points. Oh, no. <laughs> 68 points that okay, I assume well, we would have gotten. You do while you're not, I mean, that's there's just a reason we lost the, the My Talk Awards. Thank 68 you. points going bye-bye. Let's move on to the second one. I don't want to go home. Name a university famous for its great football team. You said Oregon. Oregon. The Ducks. Yeah, Survey the Ducks. says... What? Sorry, that is I've not never up heard there. Of that. But you uh, know that's true, right, Mike? They've got a solid, solid team. Yeah. I did better on the sports one than you. Did. You he actually did. He not only did better, he actually named the last year's national champion. Oh, Michigan, nicely okay. done. They won a national championship earlier this year. Uh, name Notre Dame. Notre Dame was the number one answer for yeah. forty-eight points. Penn State, Florida State, UCLA, and USC. Then Michigan, oh obviously, is the answer that Bradley gave us. You still got some work to do. You're at one twenty-seven. Oh my God! Name something <laughs> Chicago is famous for. Cheesesteak. You said cheesesteak, and then I gave you Italian, Italian beef. beef. Yeah, they're both wrong. Bradley said Da Bears, which was worth 10. Da Bulls was oh, worth yeah. 11. Cubs. Chicago Fire was number one oh, answer. This is O'Leary's cow. The, uh, the Windy City was up there, and Willis Tower also up there. Nobody calls it Willis Tower. Oh, what are they I Chicago. Isn't Willis Tower the old Sears the Tower? The old Sears Tower yeah. is not Willis Tower, yeah. Okay. I would have accepted either right. answer. Let's move on to the next one. What is the last thing you say to your children before they go to sleep? Uh, you both said good night or night night. You then changed it to don't let the bed bugs bite, right? No, what? I said sleep tight. Well, don't, but no, you said don't the whole thing. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Yeah. I'm going to give bugs. it to you. Yeah. It's worth three. So I have a total Mike. of 10 points. So far, yes. Three? Um, the number Girl, one go answer, back out there. I'm kidding. The number I mean, one answer was I love you. Oh. oh my gosh! My mom never said that. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you probably so, already knew by listening to this show. So between I love what? you and listening to the radio, that was 110 points left on the table. Oh God! Uh, Notre Dame another Here 50. Here I thought I did us a favor. So yeah. you just need this last answer to be worth 70. Now keep in mind, Bradley's answer was worth 64. Yeah, the answer. So I'm not great at math. That's not possible, Bob. Uh, run to your neighbors. Survey says that was worth three points. <laughs> three? Thirteen points in that second round. Can you done. tell us what the answers are? Um, well, call the police was number, was number one. one. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame for football was number one. No, I mean oh. the, in that category. Oh, sorry, in that yeah, category. What are you supposed to do? Well, call the police was worth 64, so that's the okay. big one. And then 14 points was uh, don't go in. No, 12 was go in. Mm-hmm. Five was get gun. Three was ask who's there. And the other three was run to a neighbor. <laughs> um, All of those other ones are really a bad idea. Don't go in. Don't say who's there. I mean... Yeah. No, you should call the police and get some help. Tell Go that to, to your fellow Americans because that is who gave okay, us those the, answers. They need to have a talking to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, I like I thought we were gonna get it, Don. I'm just gonna play the drums. <laughs> what are you doing? She's literally air drumming. Air drum- <laughs> That's all I know how to do. Uh, Mike. <laughs> yep. It's not. The, the problem hey, was not I, the game. I'm going to say, I'm the problem not going to apologize to anybody. <laughs> well, you, need to. you should apologize to me because we lost. But, <laughs> hey, I guess I lost too.
When we come back, we will have magically transformed ourselves into Lori and Julia. Today, I'm playing Lori, and Dawn will play Julia. We'll be back next week. Mike, have fun in Vegas. Win big. Thank you. And don't come back, hopefully.